Phil, that was Iman Alzabi, uh, a Muslim spiritual teacher and life coach. And I want to mention again, the, the book, The Art of Surrender, A Practical Guide to Enlightened Happiness and Well-Being. We uh, missed you, you, Dennis. I know. did a solo. I am in uh, Guttenberg, Sweden, uh, very beautiful city uh, on the west coast of Sweden, Sweden's second largest city. It's quite big, actually. And, um, you know, a, a lot of contemporary spiritual stuff going on here as well. And, uh, you know, we try to cover what's going on all over the world in our uh, contemporary spirituality uh, podcast. And uh, it's interesting. I mean, the trends that are going on in the U.S. are going on uh, in Europe, in Africa, in Asia, uh, uh, certainly in Asia and South America. And they all have a little bit of different flavor, a little bit of different influence here and there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. def definitely noticeable. But anyway, we haven't had uh, many of the Muslim faith on our show. So it was uh, very uh, uh, good that you got this inter interview with uh, yeah. the... I didn't even know she was in um, Abu Dhabi um, until shortly before uh, we did the interview. I thought uh, she lived in America for some reason because I saw she, uh, you know, she published her book in English and I got, I learned about it from an American publicist and I saw that she's affiliated with NYU. <clears throat> but it's the NYU's Abu Dhabi campus. Right. So she was um, she was born and raised in a Muslim family in Abu Dhabi. She lives there now with her family, her husband and children. So uh, she's uh, the real thing in the sense of uh, <clears throat> coming to us from the Middle East, not uh, a transplanted uh, right. Uh, Muslim in America, and it was fascinating, uh, and I hope right. our listeners got a lot out of it. It was right. odd right. doing it without you. Yeah, no, it's uh, this is definitely <laughs> a, a duet, not a solo, but hey, these, these things happen. I've been having all kinds of technical, it's very easy to do podcasting, and we've been in different locations many times, but for whatever, maybe the way the stars are aligned, I've been having... Uh, my call recorder on my Skype disappeared. Uh, things like that. I, I don't know what's going on. But, you know, like, like many people uh, from different traditions, her spiritual uh, search uh, or the seriousness of her spiritual search intensified when she was suffering from anxiety and depression. Yes. And uh, whether in the Christian faith, the Jewish faith, the Islamic faith, whatever faith, you know, uh, often what triggers somebody is suffering. And uh, is suffering uh, is not a good thing, but oftentimes it uh, leads us within to look for deeper meaning in life. And, and uh, those tools uh, which enhance spirituality, uh, which also help to alleviate from depression and anxiety. But she was, you know, uh, she was uh, on antidepressants. She tried and she was really like having one anxiety attack after another. Not uncommon. By the way, I just want to say one thing. In the United States, uh, Ooh, uh, 10 what was that noise? A lot of noise there, Dennis. There's no noise from my side. Huh. So where that noise is coming from, I don't know. It could be the cosmic hum. But uh, uh, there, there are over, uh, about 12% of Americans are taking antidepressants as we speak. 
Even in sweet, it's about, uh, uh, it's less than 12%, but it's probably around 9%. A lot of people. The victory of the pharmaceutical industry. But in Iman's case, uh, it was fascinating because her her search and the, the kind of insights and methods she came across, <clears throat> if you read her book, uh, I mean, it's clear she is deeply immersed in Islam, um, but it's not sort of Islamic spirituality in an explicit sense. It's it's universal language that she's speaking. And the insights and the uh, methods really are applicable to anybody's spiritual search. Most of the book, if you read it, you wouldn't know it was written by someone who's from the Middle East. You wouldn't know, the, you know that it was uh, somebody who adheres to uh, a particular religion. Uh, because you know she found universal principles that she's uh, that many other people have come across, and she's given it her own flavor and her own twists, and uh, so people from uh, any path uh, can can benefit from it. We talked a lot about the notion of surrender, which was very interesting because that's what Islam means. It means mm -hmm. surrender, and it was fascinating. And of course, her search probably did not go over very uh, well with her family, you know, uh, uh, like many people here in the U.S. when they uh, sort of start searching outside the boundaries of their family tradition. It's not always uh, greeted uh, with enthusiasm. <laughs> but. Yeah, that's yeah, it's interesting, and I think that comes down to people being very attached and protective of their beliefs. Yeah, this is religion often leads to war, and people feeling very threatened when those beliefs are challenged and or or, or what they feel you know threatened in any way. And by the way, uh, you know, the art of surrender, her book, a practical guide to enlightened happiness and well-being. You know, I I, I just want to say, I mean, the, the first spiritual books I read were probably in, in college and courses on uh, Eastern philosophy and reading Siddhartha, this, that, or whatever. But I don't think at that time I ever read any books that uh, uh, gave any practical tools for developing spirituality. Later I did, yeah, uh, but early on. So I think if there are people listening in and uh, they're going through rough times and uh, maybe they're thinking, hey, uh, turning to deeper spiritual understanding and practice and whatnot. Uh, don't just look at the theoretical end, look for tools. Uh, there are many uh, methodologies associated with uh, 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 spiritual, spirituality and spiritual development. And those methodologies, the side effect is lessening uh, anxiety, depression, so on and so forth. And you mentioned, I mean, the pharmaceuticals are having a, a heyday with all this, but uh, the reason they can is because there is so much yeah. uh, anxiety, suffering, and, and many people would argue that's because of a disconnect with uh, humans' uh, spiritual nature. So you could make that case very easily, and also, you know, a sort of massive collective disconnect, mm -hmm. uh, where no matter how many times the message 
you know, we just, this is just the 50th anniversary of Woodstock. So, uh, you know, you think back and you just mentioned your first early uh, exposure to spiritual ideas. Uh, back in those days, we realized that happiness and fulfillment didn't come from, you know, your job and your money and all the rest of it. And, and so there was a big turning within uh, in the age old traditions of every uh, culture. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's odd that oh, here it is a half century later and, you know, we still have to remind people and, and most people are out there looking for happiness in all the wrong places. So right. the work continues. Um, work and I, I also want to add, speaking of anniversaries, uh, I, I, it's also, I think today, I mean, this is, uh, you know, the beginning of September 2019 is the 80th anniversary of Germany's in blitzkrieg into, into Poland, oh you know, the, the, amongst the world's darkest hours. And uh, those of us from our generation, Phil, at least I certainly felt that, that we had, uh, that we had uh, overcome, uh, that we were really on the upswing. Uh, and, and that uh, those dark, dark days of the 30s and 40s uh, the last century were, were long gone, but I'm not sure sure of that anymore. The collective psyche uh, seems to be uh, once again heading in a very odd, uh, dark direction. You know, not the majority, but there's enough of that. So uh, the 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 battle between light and dark continues, and, and uh, hopefully uh, we are having some uh, uh, influence in a good way. Uh, uh, interesting people in spiritual development from whatever tradition, whatever angle. Yep. Uh, and um, I hope that our listeners uh, uh, are gaining a lot and um, will find, uh, help us find ways to uh, monetize this podcast so we can reach more people and do more frequent well, no. interviews. Um, and stay on the air. And stay on the air, yes. Or we, on the internet, wherever we are. We may, not be in the air. We may be, uh, yeah, you know, we're, wherever we exist in the universe. But, uh, <laughs> but and I will say, I also want to let our listeners know, you know, we look at the stats. We have people listening in about 80 countries and not as large a number always as we'd like. But, you know, I see uh, several hundred people live, listen the other day in, in, uh, in Seoul, Korea. I can see the cities and stuff. So That's good it's fascinating. And... Uh, Hopefully we're having we're having that influence, but uh, yes. Okay. And before we sign off today, we should say this is, as you said, September second, two thousand nineteen, uh, and for people uh, who are faithful listeners, uh, you won't get a new uh, a new interview after this one for several weeks because we'll be on a bit of a hiatus. So we'll right. be we'll be picking up in a month or so, and. Uh, well, meantime, we'd love to hear from you if you have any ideas for us. And, and two other things. You're working on a book now. We want to say you go out and get Phil's book on Yogananda. <laughs> recently yeah. And what's your next book? Uh, we'll talk about that next time. All right. And, and let them know where you can get your current publication. That's always available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. There you go. Okay, All right. Man. Next time, you disconnect this time. Okay. Not me.